of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe Ole, Latte Da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning.
somebody say it's the blood it's the blood if you would learn how to plead the blood over your family if you would learn how to plead the blood over your children you would see a transformation like never before somebody just say the blood oh the blood of Jesus oh the blood oh come on this is the stuff we used to do for communion yeah these are the songs that carried us it washed as the wine come on sing it like it's Sunday morning say oh the blood yes Lord
It was the blood. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Tedline, and good morning, Minister Hill. Good morning, Dr. Erica, and good morning, Tedline. It's a blessed day to be alive, and we will rejoice in this day, so let us remember to do that always. Yes. Psalms, I'm in Psalms this morning, and I just got one verse. Okay. One verse for you. Let me get back to it. Happy, happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord, his God. So let us rejoice and be glad. We're going to move on right on in this, to this prophetic act this morning and partake of the body and the blood. 1 Corinthians 11, 23 through 26. Minister Hill. Minister Hill. Yes, ma'am. Can I do something? Yes. Can I just do something? Yes, ma'am. Would you, say that? Would you say that again? Let us partake what? Of the body and the blood. Of? Ma'am. Body and the blood of? Of Jesus. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> always, always. Yes, Jesus. Yes. Let me hear you walk right. Jesus. Jesus. Yes, ma'am. Always and forever. The name of Jesus. We will lift him up. Yes. Okay. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. After the same manner also, he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye, as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. And, you know, I, I always like to say, and I, I forget a lot of times when I'm on here that during this time you need to focus on the Lord and the Lord only. Mm-hmm. So all hearts and minds be clear. Just in case I forget, all hearts and minds should be clear to focus on nothing but the Lord when we do this Holy Communion. Amen. I know, without a shadow of a doubt, I know it was the blood for me. Come on and give him some praise. Come on and give him some praise. I know it was the blood. 
praise God, praise God. Um, some of you on the blog talk come from the speaker. The speaker is back up if you like the chat room. The, the speaker is back up. And I want to tell all of you that have Verizon phones, check your Verizon account. Um, some hackers got loose through Verizon and have gone into people's Verizon accounts and bought phones, manipulated the, their system and bought phones. And some of you going to be charged for those phones. And what they did, they set up, um, uh, look like they set up business accounts in your name, some of your names, and got three and four, use your credit, and got three and four very expensive Verizon phones. Um, I don't have Verizon. I don't use Verizon. Um, nothing wrong. I mean, I love Verizon, but I'm telling you, if you have a Verizon account, you need to check it. Um, I talked to several people that one person, you know, they got four iPhone 11s. Another one, they got two or three. Another one, they got five Verizon phones using that person's credit. So if you have a, a Verizon phone, check your account and make sure. Because however they do this, however they did this, the people had no idea, no idea. Um, I don't even know how some of them found out, but 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 they told me. So once again, if you use Verizon, please check your account and make sure you let them know that you're one of the ones that that fraud has been perpetrated against. Praise God. Verizon, those of you that have Verizon phones. The other thing is, Right now, as of this moment, I put the speaker back up, but I'm streaming through YouTube, and I'm streaming on www.tedline.com. And as of uh, the next couple of days, everything that's on YouTube will be on my website. Now, I did this, and I had to do this because even uh, yesterday, I was experimenting, and four people got saved while I was experimenting. And um, it's, it's amazing to me. It's amazing to me. It shouldn't be because God is the one that sends people for salvation. But but what, I, what I've been doing is uh, I want to find a way. And I found it because I do lots of ministry during the week. And a lot of that ministry can help some of you. So I wanted to experiment to see. Yesterday, I, um, it was all audio because the people I minister to, I don't want anybody knowing them or seeing them. I, I like to keep their ministry completely confidential. So 
the people. Yesterday, the Lord said, there are other people that need this. And I knew I was going to be ministering about um, food, about binging and purging. That's what it was about. Binge, binging and purging and um, and food uh, uh, disorders. So what I did as a, as a test, I only asked two people. I called up two people and I said, would you like to sit in on this with me? It's, it's going to be an experiment because I want to see if I can minister the teaching part that I use with people through the um, through the uh, we 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 didn't know. See, Roku is going to be back up. I'm, I'm, oh, Roku is already up. Okay, but we're going to be doing um, audio. I mean, video, live streaming video. So I wanted to know. My main thing is that. A lot of people are getting saved. It's a lot to me. I think that brings it up to 200 and um, not quite 230, but close to 230 in one month based on the um, YouTube and and the Internet, Internet ministry. So I asked two people if they would sit on and come on to TedLine.com. Well, Jose explained to me that the server we use still still goes through YouTube. YouTube is the server that the that we use. So what happened is I I was ministering about food binging, purging, and addiction. And as I was ministering about that, um, and it wasn't, it, it was, it was halfway. Well, I guess it was. It wasn't perfect. That's that's all I can say. It wasn't perfect, but it was good enough. It was good enough through YouTube, but it wasn't. It wasn't perfect going through the website. Needless to say, all of a sudden I get this message from Jessica and somebody else that is 17 people on YouTube. And and God directed four unsaved people because of the subject matter, binging, purging, and food, uh, food disorder. They came on there and they sat and they listened and they they went back, each and every one, because I didn't give them an address or a phone number or anything, because I thought I was just experimenting. Lo and behold, they called me up. They were unsaved, and they were all under 35 years old. I led them to the Lord, and what I was thinking when I was doing this was the other 200 to provide a way because uh, most that, that other 200, they're all just about millennials too. And so I was trying to find a way where I could 
uh, have them go to access previous podcasts, and I can put the podcast in an order. You go from here to here to here, and here to here to here, and here to here to here, and the end result will be you be here. So my experiment worked, <laughs> but it didn't work. It worked in that poor people got saved through YouTube, but I wasn't able to, we weren't able to get it uh, through the tagline without glitches. Well, Jose found a way to resolve the glitch, to resolve the glitch. And now those people that don't have, because um, see some and that's how I found out, too, about the Verizon thing. Some carriers want to charge people more for those, like, 1-800-877. And I have one of those, too, and I'm going to be using it. But my objective was to find an additional way to teach these babes in Christ that are coming in. Praise God. And I found it. I found it. So as of right now, and and I did not want to see, I was not going to give Spreaker up. I was just going to give up this chat room here on Spreaker because I can, um, I can, it's three or four ways I can come on Spreaker. But I want so many people don't have access to the chat room, but when I took it off, I got so many emails from the second and third shift, and they tell me that they read the comments. One one of the people that got saved yesterday went back to the Spreaker comments, and that's how they got my number and contacted me, and that's how they got saved. So I realized then... Um, I got to find another, I got to stick with what I'm doing and just make um, additions to what I'm doing that are better and for improvement. And let me tell you something. You know for yourself. And I hope you learn it every day. In ministry, it requires change. And you must be willing to change. When God... um, is trying to get you to do something in a different way, which will always be a gooder way. Why? Because God is good all the time. So I thank God for the souls that are coming in. So I've got to develop um, a discipleship program. A discipleship program for them because um, the other thing is they I was told by some headliners and some of the new ones the guy said they said that this is their church and I'm so glad Jesus believers was up in time for the move of God and in agreement with the move of God. That's all I can say is that we must remain prayerful. We must remain prayerful. And I want to say this. Uh, 
Remember I told you about getting the, the witchcraft money in the mail? I know where that came from. That came from somebody's pastor had one of their members send me that and put and dress it. And they had them do it because you are half in their church and half out their church. And they know they are, they know they are wizards. So they figured that the only person who could, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> destroy their witchcraft would be a bigger witch. So they found I was a witch. They don't know me, but they know you left your church and, and affiliated with some lady ministry on the internet. <coughs> it happened to be me. So they was going to send me some big witchcraft. So let me tell you what I found out when I when I dealt with that witchcraft literally all night almost. This church is under the spirit of sex demons. The pastor is having sex with all the women, including the one that he sent me to hit to another woman, mind you. Because he got all the women under heavy, heavy, heavy. Have the mind control. And the mind control, good thing I don't live in Haiti. Because in Haiti, they sabotage you, give you a little bit of that drug, make it look like you're dead. But it mess you up. Over there, and they do the same thing with them with them flowers. I'm I'm glad I'm not close to these people because you know they got them flowers over there. Where where are those flowers at, Jose? In uh, in Colombia, they got that flower, and if you if they blow on the flower and blow blow it, if it if it gets on you, you lose complete control of your ability to think. And this this drug is so strong, it, it, it takes your mind away. Makes people get naked, makes people give up all their money, give up everything they got. So I said, okay, God, this, this wizard here, this sorcerer, I think he knows something. I said, God, let's use it. You, uh, and I, you give me the prayer, I'll pray it. And I would like to ask you to dispatch some of your angels to handle it. See, I keep telling these people I will not be brought under subjection to no mind control witchcraft. That's just not the way it's going to be. And what this sorcerer uses, he uses a takeaway. I'm going to give you this, and I'm going to take this away. I'm going to give you this, and I'm going to take this away. And pretty soon, you don't even have a mind. You, you, you don't even have your own will. I dealt with a little bit of that. And that's why it is so important for me. I have to minister. Because God sends me the people 
to get free of the very thing he wants brought under subjection. I guess I, I guess like um like an intercessor. So I knew I knew when I did that binging, food binging, and addiction. I knew that it, it, it had something to do with that witchcraft they tried to send me in the mail. You know, this, this, this quote, pastor, engages in orgies and all kinds of stuff. And so the Holy Ghost just upset his apple cart. But now he better watch out because the Bible says judgment has begun in the house of the Lord. He got multiple wives, almost like a concubine in the spirit. But I tell you what, in the name of Jesus, spirit warfighters know how to bust that up. Praise God. That's why, that's why, uh, you know, I think he thought he was going to ease up in here and take over my mind. It's a bad thing when you lose your mind. But he didn't know that I had lost my mind for real. And God had given me a new mind. He gave me the mind of Christ. So I'm not the one. I'm not the one to succumb to any mind control. So what it is, I've declared war again. I'm getting ready to hit witchcraft real hard.
can't have my friends No matter the attack, I won't turn back religion but I'm going to tell you 
as long as you have a relationship, religion, it might stun you for a minute. It might even, every now and then, you might even get a cannonball hit. But when you get up, you get up stronger. You get up filled with more of the grace, the humility, the nature, and the character of God. So it's all right. It's all right. Your job is to fortify and hold your position till Jesus comes. But you got another job. And that is to win as many people to Christ. I don't know why some people think that God can use you to win people, but he can't use you to free people. Sick. Strange. When it's all part of salvation. It's a lost and dying world out here. They're looking for answers. Some of you got them. But you're so busy focusing on people that are already saved. And those people that are already saved should be focused on Christ. They should be focused on ushering in the kingdom. It's a whole other kind of teaching, I think. But right now, um, Jessica, are you on the blog talk? I was talking to Jessica yesterday. I talk to Jessica about every day. But she reminded me of something I I didn't even know, really. I, I never, ever even gave it a thought. So I'm looking for you on the blog talk, um, Jessica. I want you to share what you said to me with uh, the headline this morning. Can I see you on the blog talk? And I want to remind some of you again. I'm going into year 36 this year. 36 years. You know my greatest uh, joy? 36 years in Christ. And God kept me. I never backslid, not one time, not one minute. And I know that it's not because of me. I know that it was because of the ministry of deliverance. I know it was because when God, see, unlike some of you, I'm going, um, man, mine is moving. I'm going to uh, visit one of my new exorcist friends. I'm going to visit a Catholic exorcist next month in June. Because I turned down an opportunity a couple years ago to be like the first woman to address the International Council of Exorcists in the Vatican. And I turned it down because God told me to turn it down. And another lady did it. They tore her up. I felt so 
feel sorry for myself. They tore her up. She gonna get up in front of 200 Catholic exorcists and try to come in there like she knew something. That they wound up doing the exorcism on her. <laughs> it wasn't funny. It's not funny. But it is funny. And I said, God, thank you for saving me. But I would have stood my own. I, I would, I would, the soldier in me would have rose up and I would have stood my own. So anyway, I'm going to have a meeting with some of those exorcists. And I'm so looking forward to it. Because I was blessed. I was blessed to have been trained to a small degree, not a big degree, by Father Malachi Martin of San Francisco, who was an exorcist exorcist. And he taught me a lot and gave me papers and told me about um, some of the teachings that they have in the catacombs in the Vatican from exorcisms from way back. So I'm going to, I'm going to meet, uh, I just got invited last, last week to come up and talk with them. And I told them that I saw what they did to that lady when she came over there to Rome, <laughs> where they had invited me. How <laughs> they tore her up, tore her up, tore her down. But she was uh, from Germany, I think. And she, I'm sure she's a lot stronger for it today. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to sitting down with them and dialogue. Dialogue. And if nothing else, these are men that have been newly appointed here in the States as diocese exorcists. And they are so busy, they tell me. They are so busy. And um, as a matter of fact, I might be meeting with them in Indianapolis, Indiana. So don't you think God isn't on the move? He's on the move. And uh, one of them is coming here uh, to Dalton to visit me and see. I want to see how they're set up in the Catholic Church. And they want to see my setup in the Christian Church. It seems like they've still been monitoring me. That's good. That's good. As a matter of fact, I think it's very good. Praise the Lord. Your mic is open. Good morning. Good morning. Praise the Lord. I wanted to um, share a little bit about what God spoke to me through um, Dr. Erica's teaching from yesterday. Um, Dr. Erica had mentioned how she couldn't be bought at a price. Well, that statement was, it's, it's extremely important in the deliverance ministry, especially like Ted Lyons. 
because um, when I came to Dr. Erica for help in October of 2016, I was broke physically, mentally, and spiritually. I had no money, and my bank account was tied up. My husband and I had um, credit through that bank, and um, we helped all five of our kids become members, and they had established bank accounts. So uh, that was pretty embarrassing to have my bank account shut because of my money being tied up. When I had decided to leave the witch coven that I was involved with, it was actually disguising as a non-denominational Christian church. All hell broke loose, especially on my finances. But um, as long as I was giving money to that church, money was always available. But once I wanted out, the witchcraft that they used and magic, it tied up all my money. The, my bank accounts um, were always in the negative, and because of that, my name became tarnished, and um, they had shut down my bank accounts. And that was um, for four years, four years. When I reached out to Dr. Erica in 2016, um, like I said, I didn't have any money. Jed asked me to get her book. She said, download my book, Spirits Are Subject Unto You, and I need you to read it. So I asked her, well, what's the cost going to be? And she told me, well, any amount would be fine. And that was actually my first test because it was a test to see if I was going to tell her the truth or was I going to hold back until I had to confess to her that I was actually broke or just simply tell the truth. And I knew I only had um, change in my purse that would probably equal about $3, maybe 4 at the most. And during that time in my life, I was counting dimes to equal the amount of things that I would buy, um, like groceries, uh, you know, even dog food. And, um, you know, and that's because my husband was actually working a full-time job he was actually working a part-time job in the evening to make ends meet, and we just still couldn't even, we couldn't keep any money in our pockets. Um, and like I said, my purse, I mean, I would be dumping it upside down just trying to gather the change, leftover change that I had just to make ends meet and just to put food on the table. Um, so I started to make up themes for each meal so that my kids wouldn't actually know the magnitude of the despair we were living in. I would say things like, all right, this week we're eating uh, backwards. We're going to have uh, breakfast for dinner. And, of course, you know, they, they thought it was, you know, pretty cool. They said, oh, that's, that's fun, that's fun. And, you know, of course, you know, I just kept getting creative, like, okay, well, let me just do this so that, you know, eating pancakes for a whole week, sometimes even two weeks, um, wouldn't be odd or if they were asked at school or maybe with friends, you know, like, why do you, why do you live like that? You know, I just wanted to cover up and it, it was almost like a smoke screen because I cared so much at that time what people thought of me. Um, I used it as a, like a disguise, you know, just in case, you know, somebody would ask. And I didn't tell anybody out of our family what was going on. And when Dr. Erica was talking about she mentioned King Hezekiah, and I really, like, God really magnified that to me. And I had to go back and read, like she said, go back and read for yourself, you know, Acts, and 
you know, Second Chronicles, First Chronicles, and Luke 11. Well, I did. And when I read about King Hezekiah, I really saw a parallel between his life and my life. Um, when he should have cared more about what God thought of him instead of pleasing ungodly men, well, that's that's the life I live. Second um, Chronicles 32:31. How be it in the business? of the ambassadors of the princes of Babylon who sent unto him to inquire of the wonder that was done in the land. God left him to try him that he might know all that was in his heart. Pride, it also can come as self-pity, and I didn't know that. It took me a very long time to actually understand that. A manipulation, domination, and control, all of that is witchcraft. Hezekiah was no longer serving God. In Galatians 1.10, it says, For if I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. When we live to please men, we cannot at the same time live to please and serve God. When we live to please men, we're really living to serve ourselves because we value what men, what the praise and the honor and the recognition that they might give us. We're taking a chance there because some people will still hate you no matter what you do. You can bend over backwards. You can give them everything, and they will still reject you. And I found that out the hard way. You know, meeting Dr. Erica, she treated me like a person that I was able to donate $3,000 and even $3 million. She, she treated me equal and that was new and different and I really was not used to that you know she's you know when I just heard Dr. Erica mention the Catholic Church you know I grew I came from the Catholic Church and even then you can um, you know I was taught that by watching and growing up in that you can buy your way even in the church and I went into the, like I said, the non-denominational Christian church, and I was in that church for you know, 20 years and a private school for my children. And I also saw that you could buy people, it, even in the Christian church. So that was just a way of life that I came out of. So when I met Dr. Erica, she was very different. And that's why in the beginning I said this is it's real important in the ministry to um, especially deliverance ministry to treat everyone um, the way God would have you to because she showed me that you know she showed me what dying to flesh really looked like and allowing Christ to minister to me a broken person um, God used her because he knew that she would actually stay faithful and she would treat me with my $3, my dimes, um, sometimes just giving, um, you know, I think one time she said, you can even give $1, $1, and that is what I had. And I would think twice, I would say, that's, that's embarrassing, you know, that's embarrassing to give her, you know, a uh, dollar. But she would say, it doesn't matter the amount, it matters of the heart. And even though she wouldn't address me personally, I knew that, God was speaking to me through her. And so I started with doing that, you know, just giving whatever I could. And my kids were watching me, and they would, you know, gather their money and their little change, and we would, you know, do that. We would go and deposit that in um, 
we would just donate how we could, donate what we could. And um, she treated me as I was a wealthy person. <laughs> and I quote it right here. I put Acts 10:34. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of truth I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. And that became true in my life. In Matthew 20:16. So the last shall be first and the first last. For many be called, but few chosen. So moving forward, in March of 2020, God actually um, started to move in my spirit, my soul, and just through a lot of deliverance and a lot of um, pushing through. He actually cleared my name. I was able to clear my bank account. All had been purged as though it never existed. The bank treated me like I never... um, I never did wrong. I never had that outstanding account for four years. They, they just, it was like it never happened. And I knew that was God. God truly right now is restoring and he's making it as though I never sinned. I know I didn't deserve this mercy, just like King Hezekiah. But I prayed that I passed the test during the prosperity time, just like Dr. Erica was talking about yesterday. And I knew God wanted me to pay attention to that. Because she did mention that, and Dr. Erica mentioned, your greatest test will not be in the time of adversity, even though that to me was such a hard and uh, it was a very trying time. And I thought, okay, well, definitely I passed that test. When I heard Dr. Erica say yesterday, no, 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 don't think that, you know, because your greatest test is not going to be in that time of adversity. It's in the time of prosperity. I thought, oh, Lord, help me, help me pass this test, you know, because the curse now has been reversed in my life. I know that. I'm declaring it. The curse is reversed in Jesus' name. And today I'm blessed. The witchcraft hole in my pocket and my family's pocket, it has been lifted and removed permanently. And I heard Dr. Erica mention for us to embrace change. I was always against change in the past. Now I embrace it. Change of garments, which I've gone through, change of heart, change of mindset from negative to positive. I've been changed from an orphan, a reject, a child of the devil, to a child of God, full of life, hope, and a future, which I never could see before. As soon as Dr. Erica started pronouncing change. My husband came home and he announced that he was going to be moved to second shift. He has worked on the Naval Base for about 15 years. And in the beginning, he used to, he used to have to rotate. They used to rotate between first, second, and third shift. And they used to do that twice a year. So he counted, we used to count it as a blessing back then, 15 years ago. And we were excited because, you know, it was a new job and he worked with the military. And we just, you know, we dealt with that. But over time, we developed um, an entitlement mentality. And we thought that, you know, he didn't need to be bothered with um, changing his shifts. You know, like he had done his time and he didn't need to do that. It was unnecessary. This mentality developed and it carried on for the last 10 years in our life, the entitlement mentality. And during that 10 years is when um, President Obama was um, 
you know, Obama was our president, and he was against, you know, the military bases, and there was a lot of cutbacks and so forth, you know, hardship. Um, but since Friday's announcement, when um, last Friday, our President Trump um, announced that he was reopening the churches and he made that declaration. At the same time, my husband came home saying that he was going to go back to working the second shift and he was going to start on Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day. He wasn't happy. And then I thought about it for, I mean, it just took me about a minute. I thought and I said, wait, Dr. Erica, she actually prophesied that we should be embracing change. I thought it was just about the speaker. I thought, okay, well, that's an adjustment, you know, um, not having Spreaker, but it was greater than greater than Spreaker. God's restoring what the devil had stole from us all those years back. And I thought about when uh, God, you know, changed the sundial for King Hezekiah. He turned it back 15 years. And he said, okay, you're not going to die. You're going to live. I'm going to give you another 15 years. And during that time, you would, you know, King Hezekiah, you would think that he would repent and totally turn, you know, just be, become a godly man. But God did remind me of that within my spirit. I thought, wait, God is turning the sundial back. And he's restoring to us those things, not just the bank account, but even in my husband's job. And so I thought, okay, all those things I'm praying for, they're, they're coming to pass. And um, so we are actually in the turnaround season for sure. Two years ago, Dr. Erica had prayed over the headlines, and God reminded me that she had broke off witchcraft placed over our country when Obama's grandmother from Kenya, she did a witchcraft ritual, ritual by killing a chicken in place of each person in America. And that curse, has been lifted off the land. According to Second Chronicles 7.14, it says, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. And I thank God. I thank God. I pray that I pass the test. And that was something that I shared with Dr. Erica, and I said, thank you so much. Thank you for being faithful to God and not allowing people, people like me, to try and buy you. Like I said, I didn't have the money, but you can try to buy people through manipulation, um, and manipulation through crying or feeling sorry for yourself and expecting the people around you to feel sorry for you, like, oh, you're sick, oh, you don't feel well, oh, okay, and then that's how the manipulation will work, and then you can dominate and control them because of that sympathy, but that's witchcraft, and um, that was something that, you know, when I hear Dr. Erica say, you know, stop that crying, you know, at first I thought, whoa, I've never heard that, and I was offended, and I was, you know, like, how, doesn't she understand? Where's the compassion? And then I realized, I said, wait a minute, I've been moving in witchcraft, you know, for years, and, um, you know, I, I thank God for Dr. Erica, and I thank God for the Tedline and Jesus Believers Church, and ultimately, of course, I, I thank God, and 
um, yes, that that's all I have to share this morning. But I pray that you know that we all pass the test. We got to pass it. Yes, we gonna pass it. No, no yes, doubt ma'am. about that. I think. Thank I you thank for letting you. me share that. Yeah, but I, I thank you too because um, my way is misunderstood by a lot of people. You know, they think I don't have no love. That's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. And that's the opposite. It's love that you're showing us. Yes, ma'am. All right, this guy, Dr. Gary Chapman, he wrote a book a long time ago, The Five Languages of Love. Oh, oh yeah. God, God's love mm-hmm. comes in different ways. But um, I guess God just want to make his children bulletproof, you know, bulletproof. When I ministered to that guy, he came here, and the Satanists had put him down on the ground in a in a, a position of assassination and he pointed his bullet at the man's head. But the recall on the gun had the bullet cut across his face. It split his cheek wide open, but it did not penetrate his brain. And then the guy ran when he saw the guy get up off the ground and run and go hide. He ran. But that guy sat right here in this church and told me that testimony with his wife. I had him distancing, of course, one on one side, one on the other. But when he told me that story, and I looked at his face, and I looked at the scar, I said, God, you made that man bulletproof. Bulletproof. And that's what he wants to make. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how the devil points the gun. It ain't gonna, the bullet will not hit you. I don't care, care what range. This, his was right upside, I mean, right, right in the back of his head. And the recoil, the recoil from the bullet had the bullet slice his face. It didn't even shatter the bones in the man's face. It sliced right through the skin. Bulletproof, that's what we got to do.
My soul is untouchable Because you've already won me My victory is not in this flesh and bone It's in the cross and I know Nobody's taking it from me I got my armor now No fear, no doubt Can't shoot me down, yeah I got my armor now No fear, no doubt Gonna shoot me down, 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 down Told me that no one's ever talked to me like that. 
but it really made me go and ask God to show me the real me. So I thank God you told me that. And you didn't care. You you said, okay, if you want to run, run. But I was so tired of running. I was so tired and broken running and running that I really just fell on my face because I thought, wow, I mean, what does she see that I don't even see? And I thank God for you, Dr. Erica. And, 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 you know, you're a little lady. you little. How much you weigh? Uh, 130. <laughs> you don't even 130. Like, you don't even look like you weigh 130. I thought it was about 109 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you pretty know. bony. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they don't know. Um, I wish I could have your mother on here. Because mm-hmm. when I came down there to uh, uh, Corpus Christi, <laughs> it was a horrendous experience for me. I came to Corpus Christi, and yeah, I took yeah. you through an exorcism. It scared mm-hmm. your mama. It scared your daddy. <laughs> it scared your husband. And it scared your mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And it was so frightening that it's, they got scared of you, for real. They still talk about it till today. Yes, ma'am. They do? Yes. They say, okay. wait till you see, wait till you see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't, we haven't, but I just haven't let, I haven't even let Jessica see it yet. She's right. never seen it, Miss um, Mary. She's never seen it. Never. But at one point, mm-hmm. um, at the at the proper time, God's timing, right. they'll you'll be able to see it. But yes, you would not have been able to to. I would be. I was. Uh, I could not allow you to watch that because I knew that those spirits would love to come back. That's my point. Right. Right. Yes, ma'am. This is why I tell people you can be delivered for real. And you don't have to have a bunch of junk, and it don't take you a lifetime. It does yeah. not take God a lifetime to do anything. But you won't be saved, you won't be delivered, you won't be healed, you won't be restored. Because it only takes God one second. The second you have May that. I say something? Yes, go ahead. When. Um... I've heard people, you know, say they're afraid of exorcism. It sounds so scary because of Hollywood. But to be honest, when I, when you did that exorcism on me, I just, till this day, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm so grateful because I used to hear so many voices. And I thought everybody was like that. I thought that was just life and that was normal. And when that exorcism, when you did that, I the first thing I noticed, I said, wait, I only, I don't hear any voices. I don't hear that because I thought it was me. I thought it was my thoughts, how you can think to yourself certain times and, you know, do this or do that. But it was like a constant speaking in my mind. And um, I would even look around and say, like, did you hear that? You know, sometimes, and it, and it just left. Everything was gone. And it has not come that has not come back 
And there's a peace from God that just, I, I just want everyone to experience that because the devil's tricked us as, you know, believers that, you know, that that's impossible, that you can't have these, you know, demons that can come in, integrate into your personality, which I definitely had experienced. And so I, I just thank God for you and that exorcism. Uh, I think I see your mama. I think I see your mama. Hold on. about when Jessica went through that exorcism on your living room floor, how it scared you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. She, she didn't look like herself. She looked like a snake. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was awful. Very was, awful. Uh, she, didn't, she didn't talk like herself either, did she? No, every one of us, she she would tell us something, you know, <laughs> that she knew about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that was something I had never seen. I mean, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. Well, when I've, we never, got... I've never showed her the video. I don't know if she'll want to see it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. We were afraid you were going to get hurt when you got on top of her. Boy. <laughs> we were praying over here, me and my husband and, well, your crew <laughs> and everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I'm I hear laughter coming from the bedrooms of my daughters um, because they still tell me that, and I I feel so embarrassed. I cover my face every time I hear that because I don't, you know, have a memory of that. I don't know that. Right, right. That's mm-hmm. why I haven't shown yes, yet. Yes, ma'am. But I don't know mm-hmm. what day I show it to you. In the name of Jesus, I show it to you. Okay, Miss Mary, I just wanted you to. Um, Express how you felt about watching it, being in the same room with it. <laughs> Not good. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. All right, Tedline, this is Erica Shepherd coming to you from the open heaven under underneath that open heaven here in Dalton, Georgia. 
Jesus Believers Church, home of the Tenon. Change is here. The song say, change is coming. I don't know if I could play that. That might not be the right song. I'll play this one. I'll see you tomorrow in Jesus' name.